this is a podcast the just realized podcast in general is just about being the biggest version of yourself whatever that means and when i say biggest it's a simple easy way for me to say expand expanding yourself right i truly believe in expanding yourself of always growing of always learning no matter what that means for you so I'm pumped. I'm pumped for this episode. I'm pumped to continue to be a little bit more of myself. I truly believe there's no right or wrong decision. Make a decision and move on. If you don't like the decision, cool. Make a different one next time. But indecision is still a decision. Up and welcome back to the Just Realized Podcast. It's your girl Katie here. Um, so yeah. I am super pumped to be back on this episode today. It feels like it's the first real episode in 2022. I think it's because I've been through the first quote unquote real week of like going back to work, trying to get back into a routine. Um, there's been, you know, a lot of familiar feelings of school closings and snow days and unexpectedness, but it's been amazing. And no, I didn't get any of the shit done that I thought I was going to get done this week. And I don't give a fuck. I don't know if it's still coming off of the vacation high, but I feel freer than ever. And I hope it really is just a result of the energy that comes with this time of year of setting new intentions. Also, I feel like, you know, there's so much shit about New Year's intentions and why you fail and everyone starts a habit and it's like, but who gives a fuck, right? It's just like, we do it. We like it. It's a clean slate. Like, why does everything have to have a label? Why does everything have to be wrong or right? If you even find myself feeling like that and saying some of that shit. But for me, I was like, everyone is different, right? So for my family, the end of the year seems super chill. This I do I did a bunch of fucking reflection, but when the new year starts for us, we immediately go into birthday season, and it's like January, February, March, the three of the biggest birthdays of my life, right? And and then that's just in my immediate household, like my fucking son, myself, and my husband, and then we have actually a bunch of like almost my entire family in these three months. So the energy for me just shifts into like a whole different thing because not only does a new year bring you new energy and new intentions and reflections, I think birthdays do too. And as a parent, fuck, every time your kid has a birthday, you're like, how the fuck did that happen? And especially when your kid hits milestone birthdays and or if yourself hit milestone birthdays, but when you and your kid's birthdays are only 11 days apart, see what I did there? 11 days. Isn't that funny that me and my firstborn are only 11 days apart? It kicks up more shit. So anyways, that being said, I feel like this is the first episode of 2022. And I feel like I feel freer than ever than in just so long. I just feel like this just fucking next version of myself. And I'm just so tired of censoring myself and being a sneaky people pleaser. And I say sneaky as in Sometimes I don't realize I'm doing it, but I am. And I've just, after being off of social media for two weeks, just being down in general for two weeks and really like being inward and not consuming a ton of media, not really talking to a lot of people, not even like fucking friends and being super, super fucking respectful 
selective and not responding immediately to every goddamn message, text, voice, DM, because I was detoxing. I learned so much about myself and like what I really want and what free means to me and kind of like who I am versus the things I consume on the internet and the people I hang around and what parts of them I appreciate and love and can learn from and what parts of myself I really don't want to lose. And I feel like I was losing some of the things that make me special. So anyways, this is a podcast about stuff and I hope you're here to enjoy it. I'm joking. This is a podcast that just realized podcast in general is just about being the biggest version of yourself, whatever that means. And when I say biggest, it's a simple, easy way for me to say expand expanding yourself, right? I truly believe in expanding yourself, of always growing, of always learning, no matter what that means for you. So I'm pumped. I'm pumped for this episode. I'm pumped to continue to be a little bit more of myself. That's what I really feel like. I'm a little bit more of myself. I'm, I feel like somehow I gave myself permission to share a little bit more of the real me and to talk about things that I just don't talk about. And it's so goddamn refreshing, even though it feels like I talk a lot of shit. There's still so many pieces that I hold back and I don't think I realized I was holding back on it so much because I started my podcast and then the world literally turned to shit and everything became cancel culture. And if you said one wrong thing or if you had an opinion that went against group think or mob think almost that like, you know, people would hate you or not like you. And I have just been doing so much reflecting on that. And I'm like, I honestly think that's a little bit of bullshit. I think when someone says something fucked up, it's from the perspective maybe that they've had and it's an opportunity for them to learn. And I think people do learn when they fuck up. I do. And I think sometimes it takes the fuck up to learn. And I don't think anybody's above that except for maybe Beyonce. <laughs> I'm just joking. She's my queen. Unbothered. She said that in a song I listened to one off of the Lion King album. And she was talking about being unbothered. And I was like, what a fucking good word. Like, you know, I talked about being shiny in 2022, but I think I'm going to be shiny and unbothered. And like, what does that really mean? Anyways, I'm just going to be unbothered and I want to be myself. And if I fuck up, I'm going to give myself space to fuck up. And if I have an opinion about something that needs to change, I think I'm a really open-minded person. At least I try to be, and I pride myself on that. But I also know that, obviously, I don't know fucking everything. I can only know it from my perspective and my experience and my life experience that those people that can teach me to grow, learn, and expand to be the biggest version of myself will be placed in my life and teach me. So I'm going to try to be a little bit more free and just say this shit that I like to say, and really, I think what came up for me the most, which is funny because it's something I really enjoy, is cussing and catching flack for it. And it's like, you know what? That's who I am. It's what I love. And I like to cuss. And if cussing offends you, then don't listen to the podcast because you won't like it. You just won't. And this is my business. It's my space. And for the first time, I get to do it however I want and not where I am my own boss. And I don't think that I knew how to do that. Fuck, I'm rambling like seven minutes of, hey, this podcast is about stuff. 
Anyways, this podcast today is actually an interview podcast and it's actually about deciding it's your turn. It's a guest speaker podcast and it's fucking fire. The guest today totally embodies herself as a totally free ass bitch and she's goddamn amazing. But I do have a couple of things to say before I hand you over to Christina LaCour and our conversation, Confidence and Success Coast and the host of Decided Your Term podcast is... You are talented and fucking amazing. The world needs your power. Use your voice. Just don't use it for dumb shit. That's the oracle card I pulled for you before I started this podcast today. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, and if you follow me for a while, because I haven't posted this in a while, I have an oracle deck called the Rebel deck, and it's great. And it has funny shit like this. And like every once in a while... Look, I love an oracle card deck that's about fucking sinking with the moon and the fucking cosmic goddess inside of me because that bitch is a badass bitch. But sometimes I just need someone to call me out on my shit. And I feel like that's what really came up for me is over this break is like I found spirituality a couple of years ago. I fucking love it. And it's helped me build confidence in myself so much. But there's also this edgy cussy side of me that I don't want to lose. And that's why I like this deck so much. So before I hand you over to Christina, I wanted to share you, share with you this card that I pulled because it's amazing and it's true. You are talented and fucking amazing and the world does need your power and your voice. Just don't use it for dumb shit. And if you accidentally use it for dumb shit, then you will learn from it and just go with the flow and grow. And one more thing. Fucking so excited for this. I did do a little work right before the holidays and I created a brand new free style guide for you ladies. And I did a lot of reflection and I think it's the number one thing that I get reactions to on social media or people ask me about on social media is like the basics and like, should I buy this? And giving ourselves permission to buy stuff or not knowing what to buy. Almost like the analysis paralysis like I don't know what to buy because is this trendy stop overthinking if things are trendy and just like buy what makes you feel good but I put together a 13 page style guide on the top five essential pieces that everybody should have in their closet so these top five essential pieces are the five things that you should own that are timeless right? You should always own these. They should always be in your closet unless the world takes a complete fucking left turn and I will be right there with you to help you. But these are the five pieces to build the foundation for your capsule wardrobe. And a capsule wardrobe is just the beginning parts of a wardrobe. So it's a 13-page guide, completely free download on my website, top, top five essential pieces for a confident closet just to get started. So if you love the podcast, but you're not ready to work with a stylist and you just want to like get some foundation, I feel like that a lot right before I'm about to make a big leap. It's like, I just want to like do some research, wrap my head around a little bit of shit before I call in the big guns or get support. This is an amazing place to start. So it's 13 pages. I go through what's 
um, a capsule wardrobe, why it was invented, how to build one, and then I share my top five essential pieces that I think everybody should own. I go through them. I have pictures in there. I have links you can shop. I gave different variations because these five pieces still can be tailored to you. This is where the magic is. Those five essential pieces still are tailored to your style, your lifestyle, your inner style icon, and what makes you feel amazing. So check that out. Go download it over at the website. It's great. I have a checklist in there. I have shopping links. I put my feelings first fashion framework. So once you get the five pieces and you working on the closet and you're listening to all the shit I'm saying about styling and boosting your mood and how do you want to feel in your clothes, use that fashion framework every day to feel fucking amazing and achieve maybe your New Year's resolutions, your 2022 intentions. Maybe you have a big event coming up, whatever that is for you. I really created this from such an amazing space in my heart and it felt so authentic. It felt so good. And I think you will really, really enjoy it. So head over to the website, katiejuststyled.com backslash top five. And it's just the number five. And you can download it today. And I want you to download it and tell me what you think. What do you agree with my top five? I think these are the top five that if you have these things, you can create any fucking outfit, tons of outfits, and you will feel amazing. I'm super pumped to share that with you. And another thing, while I was on a roll over this break and being super fucking inspired, I also went back and I there's a style quiz I use with my clients and I use it as a foundation to kind of get to know them a little bit better and to l- let them get to know themselves a little bit better to hold space to get to our, know ourselves a little bit better because I feel like in modern day society, like we're busy and we forget to focus on things that we actually like. We forget to slow down and remember the things that we're actually attracted to that make us happy. And we think that it's more complicated than it needs to be. And it's not the things that you like. You like them for a reason. It's who you are. Lean into it. Do all the things. So I completely redid my style quiz and I added like five pages of style tips on how to dress to reflect the big five style icons or style personalities, whatever the word you is that you want to use, that most people fall under these big five style personalities and then they branch out. So, for example, romantic is one of the big five. And then under romantic, you have like boho, right? Because it's a flowy, there's like a lot of lace patterns. It falls under the romantic kind of style personality. But the magic is, I didn't, we are bits and pieces of all of it. And like, how do you work that in? So this actually isn't on the site. I don't know what I'm doing with the quiz yet, but I felt really motivated and inspired to update it. And I put so much love into it and I will continue to use it with my clients. But if you guys download the top five essential pieces off the website and you want to keep going, shoot me a DM and I'll just send it to you Um, because I'm just, I don't know. I'm just doing whatever the fuck I want because we do what the fuck we want. So if you want it, let me know. But definitely head over to the website, katiejustyle.com backslash top five and get the top five essential pieces. These are pieces that you don't have to be afraid to invest in. They're completely timeless. They're not trendy. You will always wear them and they are foundational. It's the foundation to building your style confidence. So... Now that you've listened to me 
dive into my big bitch energy and tell you all the things. I'm seriously about to hand over this interview to Christina LaCour, the confidence and confidence and success coach, host of Decided Your Turn podcast. We had an amazing, amazing interview conversation really on my podcast i was on hers a couple of weeks ago too so if you haven't seen it go check that out and um it should be in my instagram stories but you can go follow her at b christina and tune into that but christina's fire y'all and we had such a good time and it was so natural it was so amazing those are my favorite interviews but we talked about confidence and how making decisions and being decisive can help you build your confidence she went through her action items she went through her three pillars on how to really decide how to use decision as the key part of your confidence building. We talked about confidence being a muscle, how to build it. We talked about external versus internal confidence. I've definitely experienced that in my life. We talked about self-trust, high integrity, like all of the things. Um, We've talked about indecision versus decision and how indecision is still a decision. I mean, we went through it all. And like I said, we totally vibed. It was very natural. Just some people, like, you just, like, show up and fucking magic really, really happens. And it was, like, little sprinkles of fucking shiny stuff all over the place. So, tap in, turn on, live your biggest, best life. And this is your daily dose of that B-B-E. Happy Monday. I love you. I will see you on the flip side. Hey, ladies, welcome back to the show. I hope you're ready for high energy, inspiration, all of the things, because today's episode is going to be all of that. I have Christina LaCour on the show. She's a confidence and success coach and also the host of another podcast, Decide It's Your Turn. Thank you so much for being on the show. I'm so excited. Yeah, girl. I'm so excited to uh, be on your show. Your episode on uh, the Decided It's Your Turn podcast is coming out, I think, in like two or three weeks. So I'm super stoked. Maybe it'll be like right after the new year or right before Christmas, one or the other. But either way, uh, I loved our conversation. And now I'm excited to be on your show. Me too. I was really looking forward to this today when I saw my schedule. I was like, yes, I'm so proud of this. I love your energy so much. Can you just take a few seconds and introduce yourself? Uh, you have an amazing background story. So maybe we can dive into the background story and then kind of how you got here now. Yeah, cool. For sure. Well, I'm Christina LaCure. Uh, I'm at B Christina on Instagram because my last name is really hard to say. Katie and I were jamming on that before. So it's uh, B Christina. Um, I am a confidence and success coach. Basically, I help people step into their most purposeful, profitable lives. I just help everyone decide it's their turn. You know, decide it's your turn to, you know, start the business, lose the weight, self-love, dive into your confidence, whatever the hell it is. And I'm really good at it. And I love what I get to fucking do on a daily basis, to be honest with you. Um, I'm a former professional golfer. I uh, was in the corporate and charity golf space for over 10 years. So basically what that meant is I was like averagely good at golf. I wasn't good enough to play at the top of the level of professional golf, like on the tour. So I figured out that I looked a certain way. I had a certain amount of uh, athletic talent and I was really, really good with connecting with people. I called myself 
myself a human connection specialist on the golf course. And, you know, that 10 year career was definitely some highs, a few lows, but I was really blessed. And what that did is it gave me a, a whole bunch of really cool tools to help people now become their most successful versions of themselves. And that's not just for business. I'm, I definitely don't brand myself as a, as a business coach or, you know, a life coach or anything like that. I just really help people step into their confidence. And, you know, if you are wanting to, you know, just live this amazing, great life, uh, I truly do believe that confidence is a huge part of it. And so that's what I'm good at. And that's what I do. Uh, I love it. And I even think back to when I was on your show and I had said something and you were like, are you sure that's what it was? Or did you decide that's what it was? And I was like, Christina, right in my heart. (laughs) (laughs) I love it so much. Well, let's jam on confidence for a minute because I love that. And it speaks a lot to how I feel on myself. I'm like every day and in the business. And like you said, it is so much bigger than just a business. It could be all aspects of your life is super important. So let's go down the confidence rabbit hole for a little bit. I have a question for you. Yeah. Confidence. Do you feel like confidence is something that you innately have or you can grow it or both? A little bit of both, but I will be honest with you. I definitely think it's like a muscle. I believe confidence is like a muscle. The more that you use it, the stronger it becomes. And I believe confidence is grown by doing really hard things, by putting yourself out there. And I think that that's like unbelievably important because if you would have viewed me, you know, we didn't really kind of jam on this in the beginning, but basically when I was 18 years old, I always tell this quick little story to kind of help people understand when I was 18 years old, two things happened. I got really good at golf and I got relatively good looking. From that moment on, I got a ton of external validation. And for like a 10-year train, I was addicted to the external validation. You would have thought that I was unbelievably confident. You know, I was playing professional golf. People were hiring me, making a lot of money. I was super skinny. But what people didn't realize is that like outside, I looked really confident. Like I was like my coach in, in college, I remember he called me the intimidator on the golf course because I just looked so intimidating, right? But that external confidence, there was like, it didn't really mean anything because I didn't have the internal confidence. You know, I had a horrible eating disorder. I hated myself. I didn't feel like I was living in my purpose. All of the above, right? So I looked like I was confident on the outside, but now not a ton has changed on the outside, few more wrinkles, few more pounds. But besides that, I mean, I'm really such a confident human being because I have self-trust. I trust myself. I have literally, I'm living in alignment with my purpose. I keep myself in high integrity. And for me, that makes me a really confident human being. So there's not really much that you could throw at me that I'm not, I, I couldn't train myself to be confident in if I actually wanted to be. And so kind of going back to your question is, yeah, there's probably people who are born with a little bit more confidence than others, or perhaps their upbringing, you know, instilled some confidence in them. But overall, I think confidence is a muscle that's grown. Mm, beautiful, beautiful answer. Thank you. And I'm sure so many people can relate to that, which you were talking about external confidence versus internal confidence. I feel like that's the work that I like in the last, I don't know, three to five years. I was like, oh, I'm actually not that internally confident at all. (laughs) It may appear that way, but that's a lie. (laughs) Yeah. So many people walk around like that, though. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. So two things that you said that like, ooh, uh, piqued my interest a little bit is you mentioned self-trust and high integrity, Mm -hmm. which... 
in my mind, like the self-trust builds a confidence, I think, right? Can you talk a little oh. bit about self-trust and maybe like, how did you get there? Because I, I feel like there's habits that I have every day that if I catch myself breaking them or slipping back on them, it like erodes a little bit of that self-trust or that internal confidence. Cause I'm like, damn it, Katie, you promised yourself you wouldn't do that again. 110%. Let's take a really, you know, I'm assuming your audience is quite probably a female based audience. So what do a, a lot of women do like after a really stressful day, they head for a glass of wine or, you know, like whatever it is, but let's just use that as an example. Cause I just think it's easy one that most people resonate with. So let's say today is Tuesday morning. I wake up and I'm like, hell no, I'm not having a glass of wine tonight. I'm not doing it. Tonight's the night that I'm not take. I'm taken off from wine. Day happens. Shit hits the fan. Kids are crazy. Husband comes home with something busy day at work, stress the hell out it's five o'clock or it's nine o'clock. And you're like, I'm having that damn glass of wine. Now I'm not judging you, whether you drink the wine or you don't drink the wine. I drink the wine every once in a while, but I will say (laughs) every once in a while, I will say, but every time you tell yourself, you're not going to do something and then you do it, you erode that self-trust in yourself because you're telling yourself something and you don't hold true to that promise. Let's flip the switch here. Let's say every single day, you go to bed and you say, I am waking up at five o'clock. I'm going to do my morning routine. I'm going to go to the gym. And every single day, even when you don't want to. So I wake up between four and five o'clock pretty much every single solitary day. Sometimes I'll sleep till six. Yeah. I know you do the same thing. Most successful people do because you crush your morning, right? Yeah, exactly. I don't talk to me after 7 p.m. I will not text you back. Unless you're <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I am such an early bird. However, I will tell you that this is a muscle that I've had to train, right? So like, I know that like, when I say I'm getting up between four and five o'clock every single morning, like, unless something dramatically has happened, 98% of the time, I have kept that promise. So I know for a fact I am going to wake up, I'm going to do my morning routine, and I'm going to go to the gym. If it's, you know, a normal every single day, you know, 325 days of 365 days a year, that's what I'm going to do. Well, guess what? I trust myself. I know for a fact I'm going to do it, even when I don't want to, even when I'm tired, perhaps I stayed out too late, all the things, but I trust myself to be able to do that. That self-trust helps me understand that I can keep the promise of getting on this podcast today. I can keep the promise of showing up for my clients. I can keep the promise of whatever the hell else that I'm trying to trying to gain trust in. It's like, I know that I've done it in this instance, so I can definitely do it in another instance. That is what I'm talking about by the self-trust is like you learn how to trust yourself. And every time you tell yourself you're going to do something and you don't do it, that eats away at your confidence. And just to kind of elaborate on that just a little bit more, how many people say, um, I want to lose 10 pounds? Oh, I just want to lose 10 pounds. I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to lose 10 pounds. Every time you say that to yourself and then you don't actually take the action to either eat healthy, eliminate something, go to the gym, whatever, you're eating away at your confidence. So I always tell, I always ask people like, is this really true? Like I am a perfect example right now. For most of my life, I've been just so restrictive on what I ate. And I will be honest, I would love to say that I would love to lose 10 pounds right now, but I will be 
honest with myself in saying that, no, I actually like having a glass of wine more. I like going for nachos with my husband. I like not paying attention to what I'm eating anymore. I like that more so than I like, you know, saying that I'm going to lose 10 pounds. So I don't even say that to myself anymore because then my brain, I'm not tricking my brain into thinking I'm doing something wrong because I actually care more about eating the nachos and drinking the wine right now than I do about losing the weight. And that is a huge shift for your brain because you're not do you're not making yourself wrong for something because you actually ca- I care more about the experience of my life than I do the 10 pounds. Does that make sense? Oh, that's amazing because one of the other things you had said in the beginning part was like I know that I can gain the confidence to do anything that if I truly want to do it and I think that's a really big piece of it so that to me is like full circle on that comment. Yeah. When to take that like just another step further. So like I truly want to instill some new habits. So like I'm having a hard time. And I think some of it is it's autopilot. It is just a habit. And I kept, I'm uh, more aware of it. So for me, it's like how much time I'm spending scrolling on social media. Yes. Not so much engaging with people that I like or talking to people. It's just that fucking scroll when I'm like waiting to start a podcast or waiting for my kid to come out the car line or just like waiting. I can't wait. I can't be present. And I really want to focus on being present in my life a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I am having a hard time with that one, Christina. What's okay, like cool. one thing I can do? <laughs> Totally. Absolutely. And I love this. And I love that you're conscious of it too, because we really can't change something we're not even conscious of. And guess what? Instagram, social media, these people are like literally crazy psychos behind the people who create this. Like they know exactly what they're doing. They are doing this on purpose and it is working and it is screwing up a lot of things. And a lot of people, I kind of call it a both end. It can be a beautiful tool, but it is a very screwed up, messed up situation oftentimes. So simple ways I would say to, and I've had clients do this simple ways. Number one, and I know your business is on there. Like that's, you know, kind of like a double-edged sword, right? Number one, there is a way in which you can set a timer on Instagram. You can literally go and set a, um, like some, like it's a setting. You go to Instagram and you set a timer. So let's say you only want to spend two hours on social media day. For me, like that's where I keep my timer. I know that sounds like a lot, but for me, my business is on there. I reply back to messages, all the things. So I set a timer for two hours. There's a notification that pops up that gives me 10 more minutes of my day. I will be 100% honest. I'm not perfect. Some days I hit ignore, but most days I know that that is the amount of time I'm going to spend on social media. So guess what? That gives me the alarm and that eliminates a decision for me. I know the decision at two hours is done. Also, putting that app on the back of your phone. So like, don't have it on the initial front page, like the initial screen. That's helpful as well because it's a habit. You're in a habit right now. That's all it is. You're in a habit. So you just have to train a different habit. And that's maybe like a, key, like a phrase on your phone. So I played professional golf. What they do in most people do it in athletics is they have a trigger. So like when a guy goes to grab his golf glove, that's like a trigger to him for him to start his, um, like, uh, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting the uh, pre-shot routine. He grabs the golf club that gets him into a routine of like, okay, I'm going to test the wind. I'm going to find out the direction, pick the club, do all the things. Um, football, same thing. There was a big thing. I'm a, obviously you can tell I'm a sports junkie, <laughs> um, in football, uh, 
um, Drew Brees used to lick his finger right before he gets the ball. I know that sounds weird, but that's just was his trigger to get him in. So for yourself, you could have a trigger word that could be the word stop. For instance, every time you like you go to pick up your phone, you say the word stop. That's your trigger to go. Am I actually getting on social media for a reason or am I just getting on because it's a habit that you want to make? I think the main thing here too, and this kind of dives into like a lot of the internal stuff is most of us do not like being still. Yes. Most of us do not like being still. Most of us do not like being quiet because we have programmed ourselves. Think about it. You're waiting in line for more than five minutes. Now you're like, oh my God, what is actually happening? Right. If our Amazon doesn't show up very next day, little on two days, what in the world's going on? Right. We are all in this like hustle mentality of everything has to be instant gratification. So I would ask yourself in that moment, it's like, do I actually need to be on here? Use the word stop. Every time you pick up your phone, you say the word stop. Create that habit of actually picking up your phone and hitting and saying the word stop. Because what you can do is you can actually ask yourself in that moment, do I actually need to do this? And most of the time you're going to find out that you don't, but then you're also going to have to find out like why you have such hard time being still. I, I'm I'm no different. I have to figure out why I don't like I I know a lot of the reasons why I don't like being still, but I've actually trained myself now to allow myself to have the stillness, allow myself to have the quiet, like going on a walk with a hundred percent silence, you know, little things like that that have allowed me to understand that like the most beautiful moments are when you're unplugged. Because really what you're doing too is you're you're looking for that uh that hit of that endorphin hit by looking at someone else's life, which isn't even real, but you're looking for that hit through them. That's so, so true. Like, you know, me just like pulled out all of my stuff. <laughs> so I'm going to come out with my trigger. So make sure you're on social so I can DM you about, about how well it's going. Yes. <laughs> 100%. I love the, I, I do have the timer, um, but yeah, I need to work on you that. You hit ignore though. Sometimes. And what has happened to me lately is like, I'll be in the middle of a live and I'm like, oh shit, my time ran and shuts me off. I've had that happen for sure. But I I really try to be like conscious of like, okay, two hours a day is enough. Like one of my clients has, um, her name is Gretchen Heinen. You guys can go check her out, but she has a dreams over screens and she actually teaches you the strategy of actually like doing your business online without having to live on social media. You know, I think it can be a both and like I, like you follow me, my, I, I, I probably show 85% of my life. I show personal, professional husband, all of the things. My coach shows like 0% personal life. There's no, I'm a, I'm a coach who will tell you there's no right or wrong answer. You have to do what's in alignment to you, but both can be successful. You can show your personal life and you can be on social media quite a bit and be successful. And you can be very targeted about what you're doing on social media and be um, successful. I just believe it's a decision. <laughs> I love it. So let's talk about decision. That's the word yeah. that I was going to do next. Because you yeah, you let's talk about decisions, making decisions. And like, how did you come to that, like the decided short term podcast, like making the decision. How did you come to that conclusion? Like, this is such a powerful tool that we get to decide every day. 
Absolutely. Decision, like deciding it's your turn will change your life. Decision, faith, and action are the three pillars of my brand. Decision, making a decision, and holding true to that decision no matter what and until. Mm. Faith, having some external belief outside of yourself that something is happening for you, to you, for a reason, for a purpose, all of the things. And then action, you know, like where I have such a discrepancy with a lot of online coaches, you know, especially in the world that we're living in right now, where it's all like feel good manifestation, woo-woo bullshit, which I'm totally for a little bit of balance of both. But I also believe everyone who preaches that has probably taken a massive amount of fucking action along the way. Like you didn't create the business you did without massive action, but you also probably made the decision that guess what? This is going to work. That is one thing that I, why I truly believe decision, faith, and action will change everything. And a decision, like for me, once I make a decision, the decision is made. There's no wavering. You know, I think one of the hardest things, so right now I'm launching the Decide It's Your Turn Mastermind. We start in January. I have a ton of people, you know, send me messages about like, is this the best thing for me? And can I do it? And all of the things. Decision, make the decision that no matter what, this is the best decision. And I help people step into that. I also understand it's part of my job is to help people get to the place where they can make a two second fast decision and hold true to that decision until, and I'm not telling you some of the decisions that I've made, like I've made the decision a long time ago that like Mel Robbins is going to be on my podcast. Guess what? I still believe the decision is real. Like the decision is real. How do I show up to that decision? I message her team twice a year. She and I have DM'd a few times. All of the things. The decision is already made. So I just have the faith that it's going to happen. And then I take action to make sure it does. Some decisions I can decide right now. I'm going to eat whatever, a sandwich for lunch. That's the decision. I make a fast decision. A lot of people have a hard time making decisions, especially if perhaps in their upbringing, no matter what decision they made, it was wrong. So this is a lot of the mindset stuff that, you know, I think we all have to kind of look into or have a coach or a therapist or both. I have both, (laughs) you know, all of the things, but you know, you have to decide why you're so afraid to make the decision. And oftentimes it's because you're not fully committed to the decision. One of my mentors, um, Lori Harder, I don't know if you know Lori, but Lori, I've been on her show, you know, plenty of times and she's a mentor of mine. And she was on, uh, I was on her podcast and we were talking about something and she said, indecision is still a decision. And oftentimes people ride the indecision train much too long. I truly believe there's no right or wrong decision. Make a decision and move on. If you don't like the decision, cool, make a different one next time. But indecision is still a decision. Oh, I like that. I feel like I'm kind of at this point. I was just right before we hopped on, I was talking to my husband about a decision I can't make. And I don't find myself in that space very often. Mm -hmm. And he was like, but sometimes like, you'll never know. So like, just try it and see. And then after the fact, then next time it's just learning. He's like, every decision you make is just a learning process for the next decision that you make. And I was like, "Mm, yeah, but I still don't like being in this space. So and like I said, I don't find myself here often. I think that's why it's bothering the fuck out of me. <laughs> but, but for the person who feels like maybe they're going through a lot right now or transitioning or whatever, and they're in that stuck space, like, do you have like easy ways that you help people kind of like, here, make this decision? Um, I think you and I are a lot of like, is like when you're an action taker, a lot of times it's really easy to be like, do the thing, just take this. I just take it. I just take it and I just do it. 
But yeah. feeling this today, and it's funny that we're talking today. Um, I'm like, everything oh. you have for Every of day. Of course. <laughs> and I was like, I don't like this feeling at all. Yeah. yeah. How can you move through that? Well, it's interesting. I think, you know, something that you might want to do is write out uh, on a list of paper. And I like getting things on paper. I am like, a, like, I am a paper calendar girl. I am a sticky note girl. I am like, get things out. Because what happens oftentimes, and I think most of your audience would probably believe that this is true. Your brain is like a crazy psycho bitch. <laughs> like Oh my God, we can create some gnarly things that are not even real and true in our brain. So getting them out of our brain and onto paper, I think is really helpful. So put down a list, you know, decision one, decision two, and write all the positives and all of the negatives, but get it out of your brain. Because oftentimes you'll look at that list and you'll be like, wait a minute, is that even true? Like you might create a scenario in your head right now that like, oh my God, this will happen actually ha- all of this shit will happen but the thing is like if you actually look at it on paper it'd be like what is the chance of that actually happening like what is the chance like whatever it is right chances are it's really not a good case scenario and if it is can you take another action or make another decision to make that like not as bad as you think and chances are you're going to talk yourself off the ledge to whatever it is that you've been nervous of or whatever it is that you've been scared of. Um, You know, I had a speaker come into my mastermind this past year. I was bringing a guest speaker and this woman helped someone talk herself out of like one of the biggest fears. And, you know, like one of the biggest fears was, I forget exactly what it was, that something like I would go broke if I did this thing. And like, what was the actual chances that you'd actually go broke if you did this thing? She's like, okay, you'd lose it. Would you figure out how to make more money? Well, yeah, probably. Do you have, do you currently have a job? Yeah. Do you have, you know, some sort of, you know, Roth ROI or whatever, some savings? Yeah, I probably have a savings. But you talk yourself out of like the worst case scenarios that you're creating in your head. And then you look at them and you're like, wait a minute, it's actually not that bad. And if that thing actually did happen, I know enough about myself to keep showing up to make a different decision to make that okay. Yes. That speaks so much to me on the emotional side. Like uh, I did an exercise like that over this weekend. I was like second guessing some stuff. And then I went down and like wrote the list and it was like almost triple what I thought. And I was like, okay, get your shit together, Katie. (laughs) Because that was a lie. (laughs) Yeah, it was a lie most of the time. But what our brains are doing, and most people realize this. And if you don't, that's cool too. You've learned something new here today. And there's a reason why you're listening to this podcast. Um, Your brain is to keep you safe. Like that is exactly what our brains are trained to do. They're trained to keep you safe. And when you do something different, your brain is like, oh my gosh, this is unsafe. This is unsafe. We've never done this before, but the chances are, is that it's not unsafe. It's just something different. And so like understanding yourself enough and giving yourself grace to know that like, yeah, this feels uncomfortable, but guess what? Every time I do an uncomfortable thing, like in business, for instance, I tell people all the time, I'm like, Your job is to stay in the uncomfortable and understand that it's always going to be uncomfortable. Like if it's ever not, like if ever you're like kicked back, feet up or whatever, you're probably not pushing yourself. But if you're usually in this state of like, oh my God, this is a little nerve wracking. This is a little scary. That's cool. That's the way it's supposed to be. You're learning, you're growing, you're doing something new. No one feels like 
oh yeah, I've got this every single time they're doing something new. It's just not possible because our brains are telling us this is new. This is weird. This is hard. This is scary. Why are you doing this? Stay safe. You know, and I think that that's why a lot of people in, in, you know, stay doing the exact same thing for their whole entire lives and, you know, don't really experience true joy because on the other side of a really hard thing, most of the time has been like some of the greatest highs in my life because you go through like a really crappy stage, but then you get to the other side and you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah. So powerful. I remember when I started my podcast, I felt like that. It changed the way I looked at everything because it was really scary. And even till today, like I wouldn't say I'm a thousand percent comfortable. I always have this little like butterfly on my stomach every time I hit record, no matter what, whether I'm by myself or not, but I've learned it's helped me learn how to transfer that into like the other scary things like, Oh, I got through this. So I guess it's like you were saying about building the muscle. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. You did the podcast. Cool. The first time that, you know, I spoke to 50 people. First time I spoke to a hundred people. I've never spoke to a hundred thousand people, but guess what? When I do that, it's going to be really fucking scary. No matter how many times that you, you know, whatever it is, someone listens to your podcast, someone hears your thing. You get this, this next contract to do this, you know, big thing. And yeah, you're like, okay, back then it was really scary to do it for you know, random Joe Blow. Now I'm getting to this great opportunity for this other person. It's supposed to be scary. You're growing, you're evolving and learn to be comfortable being uncomfortable. That's the fastest way to growth. Ah, I love it. I love and hate that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Both and. <laughs> yes. Um, you talked about something that I'd love to touch on. So this episode yeah. will definitely be coming out in the beginning of January. And you mentioned your oh. mastermind. That's something I've ne- I've been in masterminds, though I've never really talked about it on the pod. So you want to take a few minutes and just like obviously talk about yours, but we can talk about like the magic that comes from them and like how they work and different things. I feel like that's where a lot of this confidence can um, grow, but making the decision to join one is a really big decision too. So I feel like it's just so enmeshed in there. So it'd be great. To yeah, absolutely. So my definition, and you know, I don't know what the, the encyclopedia says on, on what uh, <laughs> or dictionary says, um, but my interpretation of what a mastermind is, is it like-minded people coming together to accelerate growth, like-minded people coming together to accelerate growth. You know, there's plenty of um, examples like, you know, Jesus and the disciples, or, you know, you're in business and you put all of your top leaders together in a room and everyone grows and encourages each other and gives you ideas and all the things. That's really what a mastermind is. And I, I, my life has been changed. I'm, I'm my therapist said it the best. I am the crazy CrossFitter vegan who tells you like your life will be changed by being a vegan and being a CrossFitter. My, I'm the crazy person who tells you your life will change by joining a mastermind because it, it changed mine, right? So like, that's the reason why I'm so passionate about it. My masterminds are, you know, I have two different masterminds that decided your turn mastermind is like my entry level mastermind. It's a small group, 20 women coming together to accelerate growth in either personal or business. Um, I, I do have my elite mastermind for people who are doing over six figures. That is a small group, 10 women maximum coming together to accelerate growth in business. It's probably more of an 80% business mastermind. 20% personal because I'm the person who tells you, you can't do life and business separate. Like, I don't believe there is a business coach out there that can only talk to you about business because guess what? 
life fucking happens and that infects our business. You know, it's kind of a both and situation. Like mindset is everything, but my decided to return mastermind. Like I said, it's, it's about growing your confidence in yourself. It's about developing your self-worth. It's about perhaps stepping out and starting that business that you've been a little bit afraid to, but it's been in your soul for such a long time that you're like, I'm finally going to do this. You know, I attract such a vast um, group of people with like completely different backgrounds and age demographics and all of the things. I've had people as young as like 24, all the way up till 65 years old, you know? Um, But it's just people that you cannot meet, Katie, like in the car line or in your neighborhood or like, you know what I mean? Like it's different. Like the conversations that we have and the dreams and the ambitions and the support that happens in a mastermind, because people are always like, you know, it's paying for your friends. I've actually done a podcast on this. The Decide is Your Turn podcast. You're shaking your head. No, I actually believe it's true. I did a podcast called uh, Why I Pay for My Friends. And I a hundred percent go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm just, I love this. Keep going. (laughs) I pay for my friends and I think it is the best investment of my whole entire life because there is no faster track to growth than being around people who have these big goals, dreams, ambitions, who have been doing things that you want to do. Like why freaking learn this rodeo by yourself? Why not hire a person or be around a person who has done the things or who tells you that it's possible? How many people in your life right now, this is an encouraging thing for your listeners, is like, think about the people around you. Think about, you you know, they always say like, you're the, you're the sum of the five people that you surround yourself with. Well, what about, what if the five people that you're surrounding yourself with tell you like, guess what? You'll never make more than $50,000 a year. Guess what? You'll never lose the weight. Guess what? This is just where you come from. Guess what? No one else in your circle has ever done these type of things. Well, imagine if you paid to be a part of a mastermind and every single day you had a a small tribe of people telling you, you want to start the podcast? Guess what? I'm going to hold your ass to the fire until you do. You want to make a million dollars a year? Cool. How can I support you? Hey, I know this person, this person, and this person. They've done this. Maybe you should connect with them. Why in God's name would you not invest in that? I understand because it's not normal. Most people, the most, you know, the most amount of money they, you know, they spend $5,000. That's like a deposit on a car or something. Mm -hmm. I get that it's expensive, but I also tell you over the past, however many years, I can't imagine how many, like hundreds of thousands of dollars at this point. Usually I spend about a hundred thousand dollars a year on myself now, whether it's between coaches and masterminds and retreats and all the things. I understand that that sounds astronomical. I totally get it. Five years ago, I'd have told you're fucking crazy. Five years ago, I hired my very first coach. It was $18,000 for 90 days. And I wanted to die. I literally thought you were the most craziest person on the planet. And guess what? If you tell certain people in your life, you tell your parents that you do that, you tell your neighbors that you do that, they think that you've literally lost your marbles. Well, guess what? Fast forward five years later, I've got, you know, half a million dollar business and I'm fucking loving my life. But I wouldn't have done that had I been surrounded with the wrong people. So I think that it's really important for people to realize that whether you ever... If I ever talk to you or whatever, but invest in yourself, you are the greatest investment you will ever make. And whether that is a hundred dollar program, whether that's Katie coming to do, you know, your virtual stylist, whether that is a book, a podcast, whether that's something free, whatever it is, if you're not investing in yourself, you, 
you're missing the whole point. It'll change your life. Oh, no, I, I, you said it perfect. I'm so glad we touched on this. I've never really gotten into it. I, when I was shaking my head, no, I was like, no, I don't think that you're paying your friends. It is a game changer. And that's ex- exactly, that's why I started my podcast. I was in a business mastermind without the business. I just knew that something was coming and it is yes. a serious thing. And when people are like, yeah, I can't. You said it perfect. Thank you. Well, you're so welcome. But honestly, I do want to give you huge props there too, because that was massive confidence on yourself. And it could have been scary. It could have been, you know, I'm sure it was at the time, or it could have been pure craziness to 100% to be honest with you. I've had people join my programs year after year and they're like, I have no idea why I'm doing this. Everything tells me I shouldn't be doing this. This is a lot of money. It's money I don't have. And that's something I think is really helpful to like understand too. Most people who invest in themselves don't have like piles of money just sitting around being like, Oh, how am I going to spend this today? It's, you know, I actually like when it's a stretch for for people because when it's a stretch for you, you show the fuck up. (laughs) you, (laughs) You show up because you're like, Oh my God, this has to work. But then you have like, you know, you have the accountability, you have the skin in the game. Like you show up to what you're what you put kind of made yourself uncomfortable and you show up to that. And I think that that's like one of the greatest lessons that you can probably take is like make big, scary things, make it public, have accountability to do it because that's going to, that's the thing that's game changing. Yeah, that's so true. And when you make a big investment like that, you figure out how it's going to work. And I think that's part of it. It's not like you just have all this, it's just laying around. You're like, yeah, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do this in order to figure it out. And then it all works yeah. out. And that's 100%. what made me, like when I think back when I lost my job in 2020 and I was in the business mastermind, I remember a couple of the key things that people said to me. One girl was like, oh my God, I'm so excited for you because now you can figure out what the fuck you're really supposed to be doing with your life. Now, if I wasn't a mastermind and someone said that to me, I'd have been like, Oh my God, I hate you. <laughs> but this was the same person that was like cheering me on and was like, this happened for you. Like something better is coming. And that's the kind of like support that you said you don't get from your neighbors. You don't get from your family. You don't get from the car line or whatever it is. It's those shared desires to do something bigger than what you're currently doing. A hundred percent. If any one of your listeners is thinking, oh my gosh, I don't fit in or, oh my gosh, I'm not too far ahead or, you know, yeah, easy for you to say, but I don't have X, Y, Z or whatever. Let me tell you, I swear to God, I remember my very first like in-person event I ever went to. I literally ate dinner in my car because I was so fucking afraid to walk inside because I was like, oh my God, these people are going to find out that like, I am a fraud. I have no idea why I'm here. Like I have, I'm not far enough along. Like I have none, all I have, like I'm messed up. I don't have the mind, like all of the things. And guess what? I walked in and guess what? Everyone else feels the exact same way. (laughs) Everyone else is like, oh my God, this is so fucking scary. Who the hell am I to be here? And then you walk in and you're like, oh, okay, cool. I can do this. Yes. It's so true. I like to like really share those behind the scenes stories all the time because we all do feel like that. And that's like, once I got fired and then started this journey, I'm just like constantly like this same closet that I record the podcast in the same fucking closet I got fired in, but now it makes so much sense that I'm hanging out in the closet. (laughs) It's, it's yeah. It's just like a full circle thing, but like 
my biggest, my, the saddest thing for me is when I see people not deciding it's their turn, you know, like I'll get on so many discovery calls with people. So I do a free discovery call with anyone who ever wants to jump on a call with me. And I find out if I'm the best person for them or if whatever program I have is the best fit for them. And I swear to you, it's the craziest thing. I can remember people from like two years ago. And I'm like, I wonder if that person ever decided, I wonder if that person ever committed to themselves because it, it truly is just one decision away from one decision over and over and over with faith and action to change your life. Like there is no reason. I went from a person who threw up 50 times a day, hated myself, didn't know if I wanted to live, had externally looked pretty cool to truly believing I have one of the greatest lives ever because I decided. And it doesn't mean shit doesn't still hit the fan. It doesn't mean that I don't want to cry some days. It doesn't mean that everything is perfect, but overall, like it's pretty fucking awesome. And it all starts because decision, faith and action. Mm, That's so good. That's so amazing. Let's take a few minutes and share like your favorite resources and like your mindset tools. Like what's something, of course, I'm going to ask you about style, but we'll save that one. But (laughs) I love it. (laughs) What's something that like a book you're reading or a podcast you're listening to, or like a little morning ritual or journal session or something or anything that's like you on fire right now that keeps you deciding for yourself like every day, like so that you can continuously show up. Cool. So besides my podcast, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I was going to say, you can do your podcast. <laughs> yeah. My podcast is fucking awesome. Cause I have such awesome humans in my life that come on my show, but um, no, the Abraham Hicks podcast. If no one knows who Abraham, Oh, you like your eyes lit up because you know, I'm in the girl. <laughs> Abraham Hicks. You can just Google it. It is woo woo as fuck. But let me tell you, you listen to that. So every single day, promise me, come find me on social media, send me any, a, a, a DM, send me a text, whatever, text me 501-222-3362, I think is my number. All I'm telling you is listen to that podcast every single day. It's five minutes or less every single day. Listen to it continuously, 30 days straight. And if you don't tell me, you don't feel more in alignment, you don't feel like things are actually happening for you. If you don't feel more energized in the morning, then like, I'll give you a hundred bucks cash, like dead fucking serious. There's no possible way on the planet that you can listen to that for 30 days straight and not be changed. It's again, it's woo woo as hell, but it's like five minutes that make you think. And it's just amazing. So I think the Abraham Hicks podcast is awesome. And there's tons of them. There's tons of different ones. And that's Sorry, what I was going to ask you. I was like, let's get specific. Like, I just kind of rotate through them. All of them. It doesn't really even matter because they're all... So what it is, guys, it's just like two seconds. She, Her name is Esther and she channels a person called Abraham. And I am like, God is my person. Like, so I know that there's, you know, could be some strong Christians who are like, that's too weird for me. I don't even give a shit what you believe or what you think. I believe she's channeling God in some regards. So for me, it's like, just be open to the message. Just be open to the fact that like what she is saying is 
truly life-changing because it changes your vibration. But if you Google Abraham Hicks podcast, like there'll be tons of them all pop up. Some of them are five to seven minutes. It it literally is just, it's really a kind of a game-changing thing. It just puts you in a different state. I think that that's a good one. Ed Milet has a fantastic podcast. He's the number one motivational podcast in the world right now. Um, That's a really good one. Um, I can't think of anything else, but books, if you're, if you're dealing with, um, you know, if your self-worth is a little low, I always start people new to self-development um, with uh, Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown. That's a really good one. Um, uh, what else? You Are a Badass. That's a really oh, yeah. good... Yeah, that's a really good beginner self-development book. Um, morning Routine. Like the number one thing you can do, guys, is gratitude. I know it sounds so stupid and I know everyone wants to know like the keys to success. <laughs> Let me tell you, the more grateful that you are for today, the more that you will attract to be grateful for. You know, it's the law of attraction. I understand people look at social media all day long and be like, oh, what's her fucking secret? What's the thing? Like, what is the thing that, you know, everyone hires a different coach, buys a different program, listens to a different podcast, hoping to get this golden ticket. Let me tell you, be grateful. Just start your day with gratitude. The more gratitude you can find in your day, the better your day will become. End of story. That's perfect. Um, I I listen to Abraham all the time. I listened to it this morning when I was doing my makeup. <laughs> We're so you just survived, right? Yes, like literally. I survived all day long. I'm like, I am totally in the vortex right now. <laughs> Absolutely, man. How do you get in that vortex? Well, if you're thinking about getting the vortex, you're not in the vortex. <laughs> oh my god i love it it is like it it is like the most woo-woo thing that anyone's ever introduced to me but it also like fucking changes my mood almost especially from yes physical and i'm loving in my life right now too um so amazing um and resources in your podcast is awesome too i listen to that one as well love your energy and your vulnerability and just like transparency is one of the things i'm super attracted to you uh, because i see that myself too but so anyone that's listening to this i know is loving that um from you but last but not least before you tell us find you what are the style pieces like how do you adorn yourself to feel really confident like what's your go-to so I mean, of course, I follow you, so I see some things that I've noticed because that's how I like. Tell me what you've noticed. Oh my god, I love this so much. I so I will say I am not like the best person ever when it comes to style. I will say, however, I do feel different though when I put like when I put myself together, like when I put on. For me, I guess my style, I guess, would be considered like more of a classic style. Like I like very classic type of outfits, I guess. Um, I love also like my favorite thing is like jeans and a sweater, but just with like simple jewelry, maybe a big earring or good ring or something like that with like cool pair of shoes. I love pumps. That's like my favorite thing. Pumps and pumps. Um <laughs> like tennis shoes and, and flip-flops. Those are like my three go-tos. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, I just like a really classic put together look, something that's maybe like timeless. Um, but I do like putting myself together. Like I definitely, I, you know, I do my hair every day. Like I feel like I like putting myself together. So I, I show up more confident in myself if I feel like I'm actually putting myself together. Yeah, I totally agree. A thousand percent. Um, 
So the one thing I noticed, I was like, look at Christina's yeah. love for pink lipstick. Is that your oh, go-to? Yeah. Yeah, I only have pink lipstick. I have I have worn red a few times and my husband does like it. Um, I have worn like a bright red a few times, but yeah, like a pink lipstick. A pink is like my favorite color. Like my whole entire brand is like black and pink. So mm-hmm. pink, purple. I love that when people associate with like a color, there's so much power behind those colors that it's to me, it's just like another way to like boost yourself up or that confidence and I know I've said this a thousand times ad nauseum, but it's amazing when you put on a lipstick that you resonate with, it helps me show up and take that scary action. Even if no one sees me, even if it is just an email behind the scenes, not doesn't always have to be a podcast or social. Yeah, totally. So amazing. So this is awesome. Pimp yourself out. Tell everyone how they can find you because I know they love you and the energy oh, has been great. So thanks for coming. Thank Before we go, how can we get in touch with you? Absolutely. Just come find me on, on IG. I hang out there all the time with my, uh, you know, timer set. Um, I'm at, at B Christina, B E C H R I S T I N A. And the reason for being Christina, and this will help you guys remember that is like, I want you to be you. So be Katie, be Mallory, be Jennifer, be you. Like you were created for a purpose and a reason. And I truly, truly believe from the bottom of my soul, it is our God given responsibility to be ourselves. Like don't be Katie, don't be Christina, be you. And if you do that really, really well, probably you're going to have a pretty good go at this thing called life, this thing called business, all the things. So be you, be Christina um, on IG. You can, like I said, you can send me a text 501-222-3362. Any point in time, I answer every single DM and every single text. My team does pretty much everything in my business besides my social media, my texting. So it's really, truly me every single day. And um, yeah, come find me. I'd love to talk to you about any and all the things. Awesome. Thank you so much, Christina. This is so welcome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.